Hello, hello and welcome. I am Lindsay, founder of Gold Digger Coaching and your host of the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. I should point out that I'm not 100% anti-hustle, but I am keen to have conversations with people about the good, the bad and the ugly that comes from chasing the hustle culture many of us grew up with. If this podcast can inspire just one person to embrace an anti-hustle hour in their everyday life, then I think we'll be on to a winner. It feels a little bit weird to be recording this. Um, Actually recording it takes me back to um, when I was about seven years old and I was recording um, radio shows with my cousin in her bedroom. Um, So yeah, a bit of a flashback to then, Um, but this definitely isn't a radio show. Um, This is the first episode of my brand new podcast. So yeah, here we go. Um, So I decided to start the podcast um, quite a while ago now, I think. I just put it off, as you do, with anything that's a little bit scary and a little bit new. Um... But through the work that I've done with um, my clients working on um, overwhelm and dealing with burnout and how to figure out how to have more of a balanced life, um, a more blended life between work and and play. Um, and then also a lot of the coaching um, that I've learned over the past um, couple of years um, has just made me think that life doesn't have to be all about the hustle and for a lot of my career it has been focused on the hustle and that hasn't um that hasn't gone too well for me well it's going okay now but I think at the time um it didn't so I decided that a podcast would be a good way to get the message out there and talk about the anti-hustle club and just encourage people to embrace a bit of anti-hustle club culture. Um, and then it just accepting that it doesn't have to be 100 miles an hour all of the time. And actually that can be quite counterproductive. Um, I think if I reflect back on the last 18 months, obviously um, we've been in lockdown for a lot of that time, especially in the UK. Um, and it really has made people slow down and stop and reflect on things because we've had to and we haven't had a choice um that that choice was taken away from us and we've had no option but to slow down um and I think that's been good for a lot of reasons um I think it's made people understand themselves a little bit better figure out what they like and what they don't like um and just that you can take simple pleasure in the small things it doesn't have to always be about that next promotion that next um step on the ladder that um next adventure that next career jump that next sale at work like it doesn't always have to be about that it can just be about the simple things like making a really good coffee in the morning or buying some new bedding or going for a walk in nature um, and just enjoying some quiet time. Um, So yeah, for me anyway, that definitely kind of brought that home, that it is okay to slow down um, and that there doesn't, there isn't just one way of working, which is hustling and hustling hard. Um, 
and I think as we kind of come out of lockdown um more broadly now I think it's just encouraging people to continue to have some of that anti-hustle um within their lives so you don't have to go back to normal in inverted commas um but that you can actually keep some of that calm and some of that intention in your everyday life um and it can be a balance so so yeah kind of reflecting on the last 18 months that's where I think um a lot of people who I've spoken to are with things um and kind of there is a lot of apprehension around getting back to normal and what that looks like and not feeling overwhelmed so having a podcast like this um I think will hopefully help people just get a bit of perspective um understand a little bit more um about what hustle means to different people um and to get some inspiration and some tips from um some of the fabulous guests that I'm going to have on the podcast um so you'll be very thankful to hear that it's not just going to be a solo podcast um there will be um interviews and I'm going to release a podcast every fortnight um but I'm going to do some interviews with some great guests I've got some fab guests lined up already um I've got creative directors I've got business owners I've got self-worth educators um I've got fellow coaches um all talking about things around anti-hustle and hustle culture um how they define it how they navigate it and also to make sure that they're still smiling on the other side um because that is the most um important thing I think um, in terms of my own story of anti-hustle and hustle culture, um, I really drank the Kool-Aid for hustle culture for a long time. Um, I worked hard at school, I worked hard at uni, and then I wanted to work hard in my career as well. Um, so very took a very kind of strong mindset that it was important to work to that next goal, what was that next promotion looking like? Um, what was my next move looking like? Where could I get to next? What could I do next? Um, and as part of my career, I moved down to London, um, 2014 now. God, that feels like such a long time ago. Moved down in 2014, um, living in the city of London, um, loving work, working hard, loving play, playing hard, that whole kind of um, city culture I guess um, and loved it for a long time and don't get me wrong I still love London like London is my home now but I just see it a little bit differently um, and I used to kind of buy into all of those um, those quotes that you see where it's like um, you can sleep when you're dead or um, sleep is for the weak or um, hustle harder um, play harder so all of those kind of like quite masculine I guess like um, very kind of you can have success but you have to pay a price um, mindset and I kind of bought into all of that loved it um, and then I started to have um, panic attacks actually in um, beginning of 2019 end of 2018 beginning of 2019 and I ignored them, um, as you do. And I thought, oh, maybe I've been drinking too much. Maybe I should just cut back on the drinking. So I cut back on the drinking, but they were still happening. And then I thought that yoga would help because, you know, yoga solves 
lots of life problems. Um, and I was like, I'll just do a couple more yoga classes and I'll be fine. Um, ignored all the signs, ignored all the signs. Um, and just kept pushing through, kept plowing through because that's just what I did. That's how I worked. I was always a million miles an hour running around like a headless chicken. Um, and I got shit done. And then in the May of that year, I had a breakdown. Um, I kind of fell off a metaphorical cliff um, and was quite quickly diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety um, and started dealing with those um, those issues um, there and then really. So I took some time off work. Um, I was off work for around three months. Um, I started working with a psychologist and I started taking antidepressants as well. And um, I kind of mentioned the antidepressants for a couple of reasons, really. I've always been very open with my mental health um, journey and my situation. And I'd, I'd always promised to myself that when I got better, I would be very open about my journey because one thing I didn't have that much when I was going through what I was going through was somebody to kind of say, oh yeah, I've been through that, that's happened. I didn't know anybody else who had gone through this. Um, so I'd always said that I wanted to be open and honest because if that could help just one or two people kind of understand that they are not alone um, when they are struggling with their mental health, then that would be a good thing. So I've always been very open and honest about it. Um, and I talk about the antidepressants because I was very anti-antidepressants um, at the time. Um, I kind of saw it, they had a stigma and um, I was going to be weak to take them and that I could do, I couldn't deal without them. Um, and it was a close family friend who is a nurse and I remember saying to me like, you don't have to be the strong one all the time, like you can accept the help, like you've tried to do it on your own, it hasn't worked for a reason, so just, you know get your ego out of of a situation and and take the the drugs basically so I did and I have done for the last two years and continue to do so um and I think they've been a massive part of my uh, my recovery um but one of the things that I wanted to the reason I'm mentioning all of this is because one of the things that I did with my psychologist was we spent a lot of time working on values and my core values my personal values my work values basically all things values for a very long time um, and I did a lot of homework on them and kind of understanding what mine were, um, what I valued, what I didn't in different areas of my life, in relationships, in family situations, in work, in personal life, in hobbies and that kind of blew my mind that I never really sat down and thought about my values at all up to that point like I'd never articulated them um, and never really recognised that they were part of who I was. I just thought I was Lindsay and that was it. Um, so it really blew my mind that I hadn't thought about them in this way. And then when I did start thinking about them in that way, it really blew my mind even further that I could kind of pinpoint that if I wasn't having a certain value met in one area of my life, like that did actually affect me and did actually um affect my mood um quite a lot so then the more more work that I did um 
I realized that actually coaching um, and life coaching was something that kept coming up as a topic of something that I thought that I would be able um, to do. And I'd never really contemplated um, life coaching before. Um, not something that had come up. I've been in um, the marketing um, industry for, wow, 12 years now. Um, so it was a completely a kind of left field decision. Um, but it just kept coming back up and it felt like it was something that felt right. Um, and I knew that I didn't want to go and be, um, become a psychologist or retrain as a therapist that, that didn't fit for me. But what did fit was kind of becoming a a life coach and then being able to help other women who were struggling at different areas in their life, um, and to be able to help them work their way through it. Um, and to find a way out and to find a way that they can then live their own lives aligned with their values and smashing their goals. And that was something that I was really keen to do, um, but keen to make sure that however it's happening, it is sustainable. And it's not something that is like, you know, work hard, play harder, just get shit done kind of situation. Like that's not the relationship that I have with my clients and that's not what I encourage them to do it's about being realistic about what you can actually do um and the reason that I'm mentioning um all of this is because the irony is that I am building my own business and I am like living and breathing through that anti-hustle mindset and culture whilst trying to build a business from the ground up um so it is a balancing act of making sure that I am checking in on myself and being aware of what's going on in my mind and in my body and making sure that I'm not kind of tipping back towards that hustle culture because um for me there's kind of a lot of negatives around that um and that's kind of what I'm keen to talk about in in the podcast um as we go through the episodes so yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting all of the guests on um, as we talk through um, as we talk through this this kind of big huge topic of hustle and anti-hustle. Um, and I'm really keen to understand um, your thoughts on what hustle means to you and what hustle culture has meant for you in the past and how you see that um, as part of your daily life, I guess, going forward day to day. Um, and yeah, I'm just really looking forward to having uh, great conversations and just opening up that field for um, some really authentic and raw and open chats um, on how we can navigate this hustle culture um, and how we can just have a bit of an anti-hustle mindset towards it um, and how that can benefit um people going forward um so I'm going to stop right there um stop babbling um and let you go but please tune in um very soon for our first episode um with a wonderful woman um who is a self-worth educator um and I I really enjoyed the chat that we had um talking all about self-worth so please do check that out um if you haven't already please hit the subscribe button 
um, and tell your friends and family um, to come along and listen to the podcast. Um, and also, if you are on Instagram, then come and give us a follow at the Anti Hustle Club, or you can follow me on my personal um, Instagram, which is Gold Digger Coaching. Thank you so much, um, and I will speak to you very, very soon.